Hello and welcome to that tech pod where we discuss all things e-discovery, cybersecurity, data privacy, and tech innovations. I'm Laura Milstein and I know a little bit about technology. And I'm Gabby Schulte and I know a little bit. I'm going to be modest today. I just know a little bit about tech. That's why each week we're bringing on heavy hitters in the industry to help us break down these topics. And today, Gabby, who are we talking to? So today we're talking to Haseeb Awan. Haseeb is the CEO of Afani, America's most secure and private cell phone service, which protects people against uh, SIM swaps, eavesdropping, and location tracking. We thought he's the perfect person to come on to talk about how to stay safe in terms of location tracking and having a cell phone, because everyone has one these days, and almost every app kind of asks you, to use uh, those services. So Haseeb, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for both Gabriela and Laura for having me on the show. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about how you got into this industry and what drew you to this specific branch of location tracking and protecting users against that. So they say when life gives you lemon, you make a lemonade. So that's what happened with me too. I got sims up four times over the period of 18 months. Like, you know, people were getting into my phone all the time and I couldn't find a solution. I was actually going from a carrier to carrier. And and then really that actually no carrier who will focus on cybersecurity. They will send you, oh, I'll give you Netflix. I'll give you Hulu. I'll give you this thing. Oh, why don't you get a new uh, offer from me, new phone? I said, man, I just want one thing, security. And what I realized was there's no cell phone service for security. So like, it's like everyone is eating the same McDonald's when it comes to cell phones, right? If you are like Bill Gates or you are like, you know, like someone off the street, I'm not like trying to discriminate. I'm just saying like, there's no discrimination. There's no difference between someone who's like, have a different needs. There's no bulletproof cell phone service. So I was a victim of it. I'm a telecom engineer. I remember didn't have a chance to practice a lot of that. And I said, why don't I create a service for myself? And when I created it, I figured out that a lot of people who want service and we kind of do a word of mouth. And once like, you know, almost like a year in, we realized that there's a lot of attacks happening. Location tracking is a big thing, especially during COVID when people start tracking, like we got to start tracking you and all like, and the challenge with that is if they can do it, criminals can do it too. Because those are like, it's like, uh, there's the loopholes, right? And anyone can use those. And so now we have nation attacks happening on our clients and like, you know, our, uh, you know, citizens from US. So I said, okay, this is the need that need to be solved. So that's how we started getting into this problem. So it was like more about customer driven rather than we are trying to find a solution. Yeah, you're, you're very optimistic. I think I heard the quote different. You said, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. And to my knowledge, yeah. it's, it's actually when life gives you lemonade, don't try to make lemons. So, you know, we have different outlooks on the same kind of topic, but I'm going to go with the pessimistic approach here. So to me, you have a cell phone, you're being tracked, you're going to get stalked. Somebody is going to, is kind of capture you. And then when you want people to find you, your stalker is going to be gone and no one's going to find you. So prove me wrong. Tell me right now how the cell phone is not dangerous. Well, cell phone is like a knife, right? You can use it to advantage or you can use it to kill someone. You can make a phone call for emergency or you can, or someone can find you and kill you. These are two different things. So there are two ends of the spectrum. I personally believe that 
like any technology it can be used for beneficial reasons uh, the challenge with cell phone is like there are a lot of other social and and mental health challenges caused by cell phone you know like this part of body like this is something that we eat uh, you know we uh, the last thing we spend uh, the last thing we see in the first thing we see right now this is not healthy and social media that's a separate question our my challenge was that there was something that were not in my control what was not in my control i have to go to dmv i have to go to my bank and they ask me for my telephone number and that is something i cannot like it's not like possible that i should not have a bank account i can delete facebook i can delete instagram but i cannot have a car license i need to have a license right so and they don't accept any form of id but my telephone number and people are using my telephone number they can walk into a store and transfer their number to hack into my number that's super easy i don't know if you know that but 80% of sim server attacks are successful anytime someone wants to get into your phone 80% chance they'll be successful and that was literally happening to me and so my life was miserable like there nothing else i could have done and that basically made me to solve this problem and to so so to your your question about you know we can all live in a utopia where we say we are not tracked and we have all those kind of systems but the challenge is as long as you're using digital some kind of digital solution you are being tracked in one shape or form we can talk about how many data are tracking is it metadata is it, but they we are tracked mm-hmm. and that's a that's you know how do i say less like a kind of a compromise we do for improving our lives everyone listening right now you're probably not safe as you <laughs> heard here you well, can easily be attacked well to that to that point though i mean so who who is this um really targeted your your company so is this really for everyday users are these for super spies is this for people in the government or is this you know wide wide uh, birth of of people the range that this can apply to uh, so again uh, you know everything in the world could be for everyone but reason why we only are able to focus on you know like a specific audience because we cannot protect everyone there's a cost attached to that like a privacy you know you live in a house and you just live by yourself uh with like you know there's no neighbors you pay more for it you live in a hostel or a dorm room you basically are living with roommates and you pay less for it so like if you look at our cell phone plan they are more like a roommates you all share the same data there's all goes through tunnels so like a private everyone is eating in the same mcdonald's you want to apply first class you have to pay extra money you know so that's what we target towards like yes absolutely we can serve everyone but the challenge is that everyone needs it and more than that can they afford it or not because it's that freedom is not cheap like you know you have to pay for those things and i believe that because the house system are designed we cannot scale it to ordinary people So yes we focus on the top 1% celebrities uh, you, you know like c level executives people who are conscious about like their secret athletes investors these are our prime clients that's how you guys started targeting us we are flattered and just want to say thank you it's an honor it's a true honor uh, <laughs> but so so out of curiosity when you're saying that like cyber attacks or these like terrorist attacks are happening on um, cell phones what are they doing like what what imp- i understand that everybody has their information on a cell phone but if i am like an actual intense terrorist attacker i am coming to take over america who am i looking for just like i want to get into like congress people or governor the president's cell phone like what am i doing here and wouldn't i be like more of a large scale like am i just like i'm going to hack the president's cell phone or is it like i'm going to hack 
the entire Washington, D.C. metropolitan area's phones. Can I do that? Yes and no, right? So let's talk about like, you know, like let's talk, Laura, about the specific part about what can go wrong. So there are multiple things. So again, like, you know, how can you hurt someone? Are you shooting someone? I'm just giving this analogy. Are you like uh, having a bomb blast or you're having, uh, you know, a knife attack or like any kind of attack? So one is simple. You get into someone's cell phones and you hack their number. You get into accounts, their email accounts, their social media, and you extract a lot of information. That's a simple attack. It's very targeted, but it's very simple to attack. So you can have a sample size of like 50 people and you can see where you can find information because simple, simple to do. Sim shopping. And basically, people inside the company, they normally do it either through social engineering or through bribes. You know, like someone in Minnesota, I'm just giving, again, I'm just picking up a random place and they work at $10 an hour and you pay them, hey, I'll give you $5,000. Can you give me this person information? Or they could be either not well trained or can be lured by having kind of a bribe. That's one time. Now, other is location tracking. Location tracking where you find a specific person. So if I have your number, I can actually find where exactly you are and what your moments are. So hypothetically, I'm like a very bad person. I want to kill you. I want to damage you. I want to find where you are. I can actually find your location and basically come after you. You know, now that's now this cannot just happen to individual, but that can also happen through like people traveling on assets, like you are transferring missiles from one place to another place or some critical assets. Now someone can like in Russia can track where the assets are going because they're all connected to 5G and basically potentially attack them. That's another type of attack. Other kind could be like a DDoS attack, which is also single single type of attack where you can jam the signals. So you signal jammers are pretty common. Like, you know, I I can go into you, but it does exactly what it says. It's a signal jammer, which means that person is unable to communicate with someone. So you can do it on a hospital where hospital cannot communicate with other side and potentially can cause people life. And cybersecurity attacks are a massive industry. And I'll give you statistics around, I think they say $6 billion, $6 trillion were lost in cyber attacks, $6 trillion. Because the investment of $3, I think the stats where if you invest like $5 into a cyber attack, the potential earn out to like $24,000. So it's such a massive high return thing that you'll probably buy and they can be attacked from anywhere. Like we, uh, I think there was attacks on airport yesterday. So I have not looked into that, but this is one form of attack. And everything is connected to cell phone. If you jam someone's communication, you can potentially get into everything that they do. You can eavesdrop them. You can see what message they're following. You can take their traffic, manipulate their traffic. And I don't want to get into where we get a call from. You have a FedEx package. You click on this and, you know, it sends you a malicious text message. And next thing you know is your data is gone. That's extremely interesting and scary and a lot of information. And I want to kind of reroute us just for a quick moment. So minus cyber attacking for a second, let's put that aside and let's just talk about safety. When we're looking at our phones, some people are doing other things to be safe or be secure. So they're using things like Wicker, Signal, WhatsApp, and encrypted messaging, Telegram, whatever. But people are also, and um, Kevin, who's actually listening to this episode, he runs our education department. Him and I worked with somebody years ago who actually had found out their spouse was cheating on them by looking at words with friends. So people are doing things like that where they're actually going into 
random apps that aren't even encrypted because it's words with friends. You think I'm just playing a game and sending messages and figuring out different ways. Um, and I think in e-discovery, we notice that it's really hard when you're looking at different things to actually figure out how to read people's data. So when people are committing fraud, if you technically put it in a meme and you sent over what you're doing in a meme to somebody else that you're going to commit fraud to, it's much harder to actually import that and review that and track that. So I think people are getting a little bit more creative on how they're using things to do illegal things with their own phone without hacking others. They're just at home with their phone saying, I'm going to commit a fraud. I'm going to hack something. I'm going to do something. And I'm just going to do it via encrypted messaging or via this app, whatever. What are your thoughts on that side? Are people really protecting themselves by using these encrypted apps? Are people protecting themselves by just talking through different games that they're using? Um, is that more secure? Is it if you're going to commit fraud and you just keep sending it via meme, are you less likely to get caught? What are your thoughts on that? A lot of people have a different meaning of encryption. Encryption doesn't mean that no one can see your messages. That's a very odd thing. The people always encrypt it so no one can see that because encryption is basically done by like a key. You can decrypt anything by having a key. So as long as you have a key, the only thing is you don't know who has the master key. So a lot of apps that you have, they have a master key that's owned by the corporation because there's something called legal interception in the US where the carriers have to turn in the data and have to give access to law authorities for national security. Telegram, it's not encrypted unless you ask them to be encrypted. And in that case, we don't even know if it's encrypted or not. So every app that you use has some kind of a log. So that's like a fake uh, you know, premise of, oh, I'm using this specific app, everything is encrypted. And I'll give you a simple example. If you remember, uh, I think two years ago, there was someone who got into Twitter accounts and everything, and they were able to access like Biden, prison Biden attack accounts and a lot of high profile attack. Now, all of those data was like, you know, someone could have downloaded data. People in Facebook can actually look into your WhatsApp messages. And, and I, they don't accept that, but the, I believe that's possible. And not just WhatsApp messages, but also um, Messenger, where they can look into Messenger messages and everything. Again, yes, these messages are encrypted, but it doesn't mean that only the other person can dec decrypt it. And in some cases, other person can be compromised too. So they can get into your information. So to summarize, it's never safe. Like, you know, security is not like uh, perfect security. There's no like perfect, it's like, you know, oh, I'll hire every best doctor in the world and I'll survive. It doesn't work like that. You just make your chances of being hackable less likely. So like, even though we have never been hacked, but I'm not saying that it's never possible that no one in the world can hack us. We just make the risk so high that the risk reward becomes slightly lower. So you say, hey, I can hack these hundred people without any trouble. I should go for a funny client and spend 10x of more work. So that's about it. Again, the challenge with other security part is cybersecurity is very difficult for people to get trained on. You are used to like parking our car and locking the car. We are used to cell phone password, but we are not used to using hardware keys. You know, we are not used to using password managers. And that's a muscle memory that we have to train for. And we have to get paid for. Like people would not even pay $10 per year for a password manager. And so that's the thing that we have to change. Uh, same with privacy too. Like it's a taboo. Like if I talk a lot of privacy, people think that a thief is doing something wrong. That's why we want privacy. But otherwise privacy is purely a human right. Like, you know, why you don't want cameras in your house looking at you all the time, you know, or you go to restroom. So if that's not the case, then why should people look at our cell phone, which is like part of our body? 
I believe like if I have to run right now, if for something like, you know, there's an earthquake or, or something, the only thing I'll pick up with my cell phones, because that's my part of, I may not even wear shoes, but I'll pick up my phone. So it's part of our body. And why shouldn't I have a privacy of something that I want to do? So um, there was another report. Uh, if you go to border, they dump all the data in their database. And the database is accessible by thousands and thousands of employees and government. Now the employees can change department. And the worst part is they don't even have to ask anyone to accept the data. And when they accept the data, there's no record of it. Generally, when you accept someone on record, you have a, a subpoena or you have like a court order warrant. But like literally someone evening, someone can get bored and look into database and see into your personal messages. And, you know, God forbid, like, you know, we are human and we can make mistakes. People can be corrupt in every society, in every position. Can it be exploited to exploit someone? I don't know. But I'm just thinking that the real risk associated with privacy and even with the abortion issues we had, like, you know, people are now getting denied with their their health. Not getting a too much political, but I think privacy and security is basically a fundamental human right. Totally. And so we're talking about like, basically, you can become less hackable, but there's no absolute. Let's let's just play a little game. Say I want to become a spy and I or like and I want to be completely off the grid, but I still want to have like a phone that I could do the things that a phone does or whatever. So like, is there any scenario where you could be like completely unhackable? Um, or untraceable? So there are two things, right? Unhackable is like security and untraceable is privacy, right? So let's talk about privacy. Like imagine I walk down the street and I just uh, pick up a random, uh, you know, uh, bus and I just walk into the store, paid cash for $50 for a SIM card. My SIM card is activated. It's not linked to my name. That's privacy, right? After like I've done my job, I can just throw out a SIM card. It's gone. So people will know that this happened, but it will not connect to me. That's one option, right? Because uh, IDs are not required for SIM cards. That's absolutely, that's one thing. Uh, now, the second part is about, can I hack into a phone if someone knows that? That's like not easy. Obviously, I'm biased. So we are kind of, we claim that we are unhackable in a way that we protect on this thing. But at the same time, if someone have information and their subpoena, we have to follow the law. You know, like, so again, security and privacy are totally different thing. Can you be absolutely private? Absolutely, you can be. The only challenge is not for long. Because if you give that number to like your doctor and your doctor database get breached, you should basically be able to expose who this person is. And from there, you can extract a lot of information. Now, if someone knows into my phone and and can get into my phone, absolutely. Again, that's what we do. So I'm biased. I don't want to like, you know, say good things. Okay, we are the best one in the world. But that's actually a hole. And the reason why this hole exists is because cell phones are made for like efficiency. Again, I'll give you example of McDonald's. Like you can't go to McDonald's and expect like a very well done steak, you know, because that's not what they optimize for. You go to like a rice steak restaurant, it will take half an hour. Now, can everyone wait a half an hour and pay $50 for a steak? That's not possible, right? Like not everyone. So they just said, so our cell phone companies are more like a McDonald's where they cater to everyone with one size. You go in there, you get a Big Mac, that's like your bread and butter. You want something else, you go to like a nice cuisine. Now I'm hungry. So uh, I was just thinking that I was like, and this podcast episode is not sponsored by McDonald's, but go get a burger. Uh, I loved it. Uh, Haseem, you've been awesome today. 
Before we let you go, we did want to ask, what are your thoughts on the trends? What are the changes that you think are going to happen? Is there any advice that you have for our listeners on what they should be expecting around the corner? I think so. There's two things I know, right? One of you'll be more connected than today, tomorrow. You'll have more devices. Like, you know, now we have Apple watches. We have like, you know, sensors are getting built in. Our cars have SIM cards. So we'll be more connected than today, tomorrow than today. And there'll be more hacks than tomorrow, than today. So these are two things that I, I know. And, uh, you know, our goal is that like, we can only play a small role. Like even if we get to like 0.001% population, I think we're better. So what about 90.99% people? How do they protect people? I think they should basically take it seriously. And by doing a couple of things, very simple, like use a password manager. It's a simple thing. I personally use Keeper Security. This is not, I'm not, I don't get paid by them, but you can use those securities pretty good. You can use like a hardware key, like a UB key uh, or like a Google, they have keys too, simple. And having installed like apps like Authy or like, you know, Google Authenticator, simple. And frankly, this all will cost you less than $50 one-time cost or maybe $100, but it will basically make you a very weak candidate for, for, uh, for someone to get into your account. It literally takes half an hour. Now, 99% of people who listen to this podcast will ignore it because they believe it will not happen to them. But trust me, the person who died today didn't know that he will die today. Same with the hacker too. The guy who's getting hacked tomorrow doesn't know that he'll hack today. So rather than you being a statistic, like please help us out in a way that because every time someone gets hacked, uh, hacked, the hackers have more money, more resources, and they come after people who have more resources. So please don't be, uh, uh, don't fuel their growth, right? And the only way to do it is by taking like precautions because this money goes to like potentially hurting our citizens across the world. Uh, a lot of people are like, they could be criminal, but they could be also terrorist. Well, Haseeb, thank you so much for joining us today. We so appreciated your time. You're welcome. Thanks you. Uh, uh, thank you, Gabriela and Laura for having me on the show. are joined as always by Kevin our education expert we just talked to Haseeb Awan he is the uh, you know location services keeping you safe uh, extraordinaire tell me your tech takeaways right now I mean that description I'm like I'm like, as always, every, t- every time I wait for Kevin to really like dive into the episode, but I do want to say that your introduction to the tech takeaways of him is also something I'm, I'm really into Gabby. So I just want to share that. But yeah, I mean, I think it's a scary episode and I never feel secure with technology, but I'm addicted and love technology. So it's a fine line. Kevin, why don't you break down the episode for us? Yeah, the interesting piece was who is the audience for this, right? You you know, you obviously you want everybody to be secure. You want everybody to have the ability to kind of have the highest level of security. But he's also recognizing that this is not necessarily something that is for everyday people. Obviously, they're targeting athletes. They're talking about targeting politicians and, and kind of high profile people. And that makes sense to me because this seems like a thing that is over the top. But at the same time, I feel like this is probably where we're all going to go and end up down the road. And so I definitely think it's something that I'm going to look into. I personally do use a password manager, but I don't use a hardware key. And so some of the things he gave and some of the tips he gave certainly interesting. And so I do feel like there are some things in there for sort of the everyday user as well, as opposed to just for the the extreme folks who are super worried, who may be doing hacking or spying or maybe a high profile politician who obviously listen to this podcast all the time. Of course. 
Um, Laura, if people want to find out, um, you know, how they should not get hacked or uh, tracked, where do they go? They should reach out to us. They should ask us and maybe we'll tell them. So if you want to know anything about anything at all, reach out to us and we may or may not have the answer. You can do that by emailing us at contact at that techpod.com. Swing on over to our website, www.thattechpod.com. Enter your email to subscribe. Check out any of the episodes that you may have, unfortunately for you, missed, but it's not too late to still listen to them. Get some tech gear, make some good life choices. Head on over to LinkedIn slash that tech pod, Twitter, Instagram, be real, get real. I'm real. On to the next, Gabby. You're real. If you want to uh, just help us out even further, um, go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, anywhere you're listening to this podcast, and give us a five star rating and review. We would love you forever, and we will see you next time. Good night. Good night.